Welcome to Kellyanne Cares, a one-of-a-kind show created to motivate, stimulate, educate, and inspire you personally and professionally. Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm an entrepreneur, patient advocate, content creator, and author. You may know me from the Everything is Messy book, brand, and podcast, but what you may not know is how hard I had to work to get me to where I am today mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And in this season, I'm more driven and extremely passionate about my purpose to help you save the time, money, and energy it takes to be happier and get healthier with your mind, body, business, and life. Tune in every week to hear raw, unfiltered conversations from myself and my incredible guests as we discuss trending topics, share stories of resilience, and chat about all things health, wealth, healing, and wellness. Whether you're here to listen, learn, or laugh, I promise to bring awareness and add more value to your day. Take this time to relax and recharge. Listen, life is short. Invest in yourself. Be loud. Be different. Be you. And most importantly, enjoy the ride. Buckle up because today's podcast experience starts now. One more thing. Sharing is caring. I would love your thoughts on today's episode. Head on over to Apple Podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. I would truly appreciate it. Want to continue the conversation? Let's connect online. You can find me at kellyangorman.com and all my social links are in the show notes. Now let's get into today's show. Today's episode is brought to you by Your Podcast Production. Have you been wanting to launch your own podcast but not sure where to begin? Is time the only thing holding you back? Maybe you're already recording but need somebody to guide you through the production process. Do you have a message that needs to be heard? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then I have just the program for you. Your podcast production designs, coaches, produces, and aligns you and your brand to have a successful, enjoyable, and profitable podcast. After launching my own show, I had so many women reach out to me and ask me how I did it. So what did I do? I created something I wish existed. There are many ways to create and launch a podcast, and you want to make sure you do it right from the very beginning. I believe that keeping it simple, organized, and original is the most effective and efficient way to go. Are you ready to start the process? Are you ready to learn more? Visit yourpodcastproduction.com today. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. This one is so special. I have my friend Sabria Charles here, and you may know her from episode 195, where ironically, we were talking about, and that show is titled, living in purpose. And now she is about to be a best-selling author. We're manifesting that right now because her brand new book is out and we're going to talk all things marriage, her new book, her upcoming retreats, Disney, and of course, mental health, because that is how we met. And it is May. It is mental health month. So welcome to the show, Sabria. Thank you for having me, Kelly. I'm so excited about these topics. You got me all ready, and I'm ready to roll, so let's make it happen. I know. I had a whole list. You know me. Me and my list, and we've been gabbing for like 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So what has been going on since we last spoke? So you're married now. You moved. Fill us in. Yes. So it's crazy. Um, My life kind of went from zero to 100 real quick, real quick. So we... (laughs) Real quick. (laughs) I moved to Florida last May and we were ready to move into a home. And so we ended up finding a home. Took way longer than we thought because, you know, the market is nuts because of the pandemic. So we did a new construction. The build took forever because there was a bunch of delays. So we moved into our new home early February, early March of this year. Then within a month, we got married. 
So late March, we got <laughs> married. So it's been a crazy journey. We were together for nine years, so it was about time. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. And you are very close to some ears. You're always at Disney. Is that where you cluck out? Is that like your happy place now that you're so close? It is heaven. <laughs> I, I love it so much. So literally, I mean, Disney is like where we go, I would say pretty much every weekend, maybe every other weekend, give or take. It's just every time. And people think that you get bored just because you go all the time. But I'm no, they have to- so many different events, so many different foods, so many different things to look at, people watching, kids screaming at their parents. And it's like, what? I've never like. Oh my God, that's the best. Kids. Hearing the most hilarious things that parents say, I mean, it's such a great time to be there. So we try to make that kind of our our getaway, and it's also my way to kind of de-stress from my busy life. Yeah. And do you prefer the park or downtown Disney? Or you just, like, mix it up? That's a good one. So so they call it, it used to be downtown Disney here in Florida. Now they call it Disney Springs. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they changed it. You know, it depends on that vibe, right? Mm. So our favorite all-time park is Epcot. We spend a lot Mine of time. Mine too. Oh, my God, I love yes. Epcot. We spend a lot of time there. Our probably second favorite would be probably um, Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. So we kind of spend a lot of time for, like, rides there. But I would say we probably do a little bit more Disney uh, theme parks, and maybe about 40% will do downtown or uh, Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was a Florida resident, I was really excited. I go, I went to Disney World growing up because we'd always go to Florida for like spring break, winter break, all the breaks. And so I was always at Disney World and not Disneyland, where I'm very close to now. So I've been to World so many more times. But as a Florida resident, resident, we would get a hookup. Does that still exist or no? They nixed that. You get ten dollars yeah. off. No, yeah, we don't, they don't even do that. You have to stay multiple days for you to get a real deal. And I oh think that they do have, yeah, like they have passes for, they have like, so we have annual passes. They have annual passes specifically for Florida residents, but it's not necessarily discounted. It's just yeah. Florida residents. That's so crazy. They actually, years ago, I mean, we're talking like at least a decade, they would have it at like Costco, even here for Disneyland. And you could go there and get a deal at Costco for SeaWorld, Disneyland, but now anything Disney is like, no, you need to pay full price now. Thank you. See you soon. (laughs) Yes. Like literally their chart. I mean, it's crazy. And so the APs are well worth it. So even people that are out of state, if you go a lot, it's just worth getting an annual pass if you can. Yeah. I mean, we have have well maxed out the use of our annual pass. We've gone so many times. And I mean, the discount is not really big. Like you do get like a discount for for like like, uh, apparel and food Mm. and stuff like that. Universal Studios is a little bit better because they have like a 20% discount, a little bit bigger. So you see a little bit more of a, of a deal whenever you buy food and go out to eat at Universal. But Disney's food is better. So it's one of those things yeah. that's like, you know, we have an AP for Disney and Universal and it's worth it. Yeah. Especially if you go, like you're so close, you're going to go. It's definitely going to be worth it. Like one or two times I think it's paid for, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Epcot was hands down always my favorite. Like, I love the Magic Kingdom, but, like, Epcot and all the countries, I'm like, maybe that's what, like, gave me the drive to, like, travel the world. <laughs> maybe that's how it happens. <laughs> I love that. Cause, and then now since we can't really travel as much, I mean, we can, but people yeah. are able to do as much as they would want, right? We're a little limited still. It's a great way to kind of still feel like you're somewhere, even if you're not. So I'm hoping that it gets better. I know that travel, you know, as you know, my company was a travel retreat company. Yeah. We're hoping to be doing our first collaboration retreat in November, and so that'll kind of be our first little baby step back into travel because we don't really know how things are going to play out still. 
still things are a little weird right now in the world. Yeah. I wanted to pivot into that actually. Um, for the audience that isn't aware of what Project Passport is, can you give a little description and then um, go into a little bit more of like what's coming up so that they can follow you and figure all of that out for the next one? Yes, of course. So Project Passport, we're a proactive and preventative mental health and wellness service. So we really focus a lot on working with organizations and businesses as well as individuals. And we're really focused on helping people gain tangible, really interactive and hands-on tools that they can take on and utilize to help manage and maintain their mental health. I kind of like to say that we, you know, we rehumanize mental health because it's become so digital and, and so many apps and all these things say they can cure you. But to me, I feel like <laughs> the human element is the healing element yeah. of mental health. And so that's what we do. We, we, we bring the human back. Um, so I'm excited about the work we do. Some of the things that we have coming up, we are doing a, a single women's retreat um, in in November for women of color, which is really exciting, and that's a collaboration. That's so it's not, yeah, it's not just us, but it's a, it's going to be a collaboration. But it's a great way to kind of baby step our way in. Mm -hmm. um, we have a busy schedule. I'm flying out for company retreats, so mainly we work on organizations. Mm -hmm. We've been really busy. So if you, if you're whoever's listening, if you, your job and y'all are struggling at work and y'all need something for your team, this is a great space to be in for that. I love that. And I love that you were able to pivot because not a lot of people were, especially before, like in the middle of the pandemic and the thick of it and after, and you're really good at doing that and just always making sure that like, you're still providing the best service and ha like, you obviously have a purpose, which we're going to get into in a minute, but you want to make sure that you're still there for the people that need you and the types of events that need to exist. You know, you're really good at that, um, creating things that need to exist. And I love doing things like that. But before we get into your new book, um, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And we met on, I forget what it was called now, but we were both asked to speak at an event having to do with mental health, right? This was like four years ago, three years ago. I don't even know. Gosh, time has flown. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Forever ago. And we don't know where that person is anymore, but we are here and we remain close and tight and friends. And like, we've just been like together online living our best lives ever since. End of story. So I actually just posted an Instagram reel. I did like a little voiceover of how I ground myself and, you know, I have anxiety, depression, I have PTSD, and I never had these things until I was doing chemo and all these medications and withdrawing gave me these problems, but that's not always the case for everybody, but everybody always needs to find a way to ground themselves, like go into your self-care toolbox. So what are some of the things that you like to do besides Disney, of course, where you just like, we live in a world where like we have fast paced lives, whether we have a slow day or not, like we live on the internet. It's very difficult to show up and you do a hell of a lot more video than I do. And I think that I can't do that. Like I'll do little ones on TikTok because I'll get into a funk and I'm like, now I can't show up where with audio, at least I can more. But what are the, some of the things that you do to keep you more grounded? And when you're just having an off day, like what are your favorite things to do? Yeah, I love that because I, there was this new technique that I looked at that someone came up with. I can't remember his name, but it was this idea of lean out, lean in self-care. So lean out is kind of this idea of really just distancing yourself from reality, not dealing with anything, just 
you know, distractions, refocusing. So some of my lean out things I like to do are watch trashy TV shows. Like, you know, the reality TV that no one should watch that's probably scripted, but you want to watch it anyway, right? So what's, what's the latest show I was watching? You know, the 90 Day Fiance, yeah. right? Or, or uh, what's the, it's this other show that the, the new show that came out on Netflix, The Ultimatum, like that was... Oh, I haven't seen that one. I can't get into those because I'm a Bravo girl. So, like, if I haven't seen it on Bravo, like, if I'm not up to date with all my Bravo shows, then, like, I can't go anywhere else. (laughs) I feel you on that. I feel you on that. So, so, like, that's kind of, like, my lean out. Like, I'll do TV shows and just kind of relax. And another thing that I like to do to lean out is just sometimes really just play the Nintendo DS or play Mm. video games. I know it sounds, like, so nerdy, but... I like games. I play Sims on the PC. I have my little games that I do and things like that. Listen to music, hang out, and just really sit and listen to the birds. Yeah. People watch. I mean, I love those type of things. And then there's also the lean-in self-care, right? So those are the things that you're going to do that are a little bit more active in dealing with yourself and dealing with the situation. So that might be my prayer or my Mm. meditation I do. So then I'm intentionally facing what I'm feeling, what's happening inside of me. Um, I do a lot of that. And sometimes... I open up and just talk to friends and family about what's happening. Sometimes we feel like we have to keep everything in because we're taught that. And I feel like that's a cult, like our culture. We kind of are like, you're on your own. You figure it out. But it's really nothing wrong with talking to trusted people about what you're struggling with because sometimes it's just about perspective. It's not yeah. about giving you solutions, but it's just getting perspective. I'm a, you know, I'm a therapist in training and with my clients, when I hear the words, I've never heard this before. Wow. I never thought of it like that that shows me that I'm bringing perspective to them and helping them reformulate their process and they still come up with their own solution. So that's kind of a few things that I like to do. I love that lean out, lean in, lean out. I've never heard of that. And I think that also saying it out loud to someone, like I I will keep everything in, but then if I actually like voice it, like say the words, I'm like, oh, wow. Like it's kind of a big difference. So I'm going to start doing that lean in, lean out. And I think that also when you do the video games, like your brain, you're so focused on winning or creating the world or whatever you're doing in the game. Like you're not thinking about another thing because you need to be like A-line, like in the game mode. Yes, yes. <laughs> Maybe I need to start gaming. <laughs> we do. It's so much fun. I mean, it's so worth it. I've been playing some old school games from when I was a kid. Oh my God. Um, the last few days, like the Sims and the Herbs on the DS. Like these are old games, Mario. And it just, it's such a nostalgia for me. And it's just bringing me back to this sense of simple. Like, you know, when we were a child, we didn't think about all these things going around the world. We didn't, we didn't overwhelm ourselves. And it's not that I'm saying that you should be blind to reality, but it allows you to, to just kind of go back into yourself, go back into that innocence, go back into that whimsical nature that we all carry because I feel like we lose that the older we get and the more we kind of get caught up in the world and we lose that joy that's naturally built within us. It's so true because whenever I'm in Vegas and I'm with my best friend's kids, um, one of them loves to draw. He's really good. And I went to art school half my life. So I'm like, oh my God, okay, you need all the pens. We're going to get you a drawing book. You need to start signing all of your artwork, bottom right, use your initials. Like I'm literally, I have so much in my notebook here. <laughs> but I'm like, oh my God, that's so fun. And then he's showing me these games and I have no idea how to play. And I'm like, but do you know anything about Tetris? They're like, what? And I'm like, let me hook you up with some Tetris vibes. Cause that was my jam. <laughs> gotta like get back in it you know you don't play for like two decades and you're like oh my god I can't keep up and then you're like obsessed (laughs) that's the best that's it that's that's that 
Absolutely no self-care. Oh my God, I love it. So now let's talk about your brand new book that just came out, Purpose Doesn't Care, What's in Your Bank Account. Tell us what is your book about and why did you write it and your process and all the things. Yes, so when I wrote this book, because I, I really thought about what my journey was like when I was running this business and when I started Project Passport, there were so many obstacles. I mean, people think that just because you start a business, you're going to all of a sudden be confident in yourself. You're going to all of a sudden feel all powerful. But honestly, if anything, it, it exploits the most darkest, weakest parts of your heart. It, it really exploits your mental health. Having a business can be one of the most emotionally scary, draining. I can't even think of the words. I mean, and you're, you're nodding because I think you, you know what I mean about what I, how that feels. It's just hard. And mm. I wanted people to know that there there was hope and there is hope in the process. And so my book is kind of more, it's, it's business focused, but it's also life advice through a faith perspective of really how to manage your mental health and how to get out of trying to feel like you have to have it all figured out because sometimes we don't. And so I really shared my faith-based mental health journey with others to help to hopefully help them be able to feel empowered to manage their well-being through every obstacle that comes their way, being able to discern through their lives, being able to deal with the fact that they don't know what the road looks like ahead and being able to know that there will be hope and you will be okay through that it was a crazy process the, the book sat on my computer for <laughs> almost a year before I actually really got to do the work to publish it but I, I'm so glad I pushed through and here I am and it's ready to roll and it feels so good and it's definitely a journey being a self-published author <laughs> yes <laughs> so um tell us all the things about your book where do you plan on going are you doing any signings fill us in so that we can follow you Yes, so I'm really, I'm so excited. I mean, it's still surreal for me. I mean, just thinking about the process and, and how many, how much imposter syndrome really kept me from wanting to move forward with this book. And so um, I've already started doing the pre-shipping and I'm doing some the, the signed copies. I'm shipping them out all over the U.S., which is really exciting. Um, we're also on, you know, of course, the Amazon and Barnes and & Nobles and all those great sources. And I'm actually doing my first book signing in Chicago, which is, so exciting. Um, I'll be with Interfaith Youth Corps at the conference out there that we're going to be doing. And um, they invited me to sign copies of my book out there. So it's, it's just, it's amazing. And I don't know where else I'll go. Maybe I'll come out to the West Coast or you are, Kelly. I need to get out there. Oh so, my God, I know. Wherever the wind takes me. Seriously. I feel like that's how it is. Like once you finally get the book done, you're like, wait, what just happened? Because you're like, it's such a zone. And you're like, Wait, so I'm an author now. So, like, I physically go places and sign? Like, this is how this works? Like, it's so <laughs> surreal. <laughs> it's so true. It's weird. I don't even know my signature. I was like, should I sign my new last name or my old last name? And believe it or not, I signed my old last name because my book was based with, well, before I got married. So yeah. Like, you know what? I'm going to sign what I know instead of trying to test out a new signature that I'm not even ready for yet. So I know. I have my, I have my stamp right here, my anchor stamp. And then I sign, I sign in stamp. And then um, I write my full name. But I was like, I remember that moment. Like, how do I sign? Like, how should I sign? And I was doing like, like practice signatures. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I hope that's okay, because I don't even know what page to sign. Listen, just like I always say in podcasting, there's no rules. So there's no rules. It's your book. You make it your own. You publish it all by yourself. That's so much work. You should be so proud of yourself. And 
my book has so much stuff in it that's all about being the happy workaholic. So one day I kind of want to redo those. It's like literally two pages. I mean, thank God. That's the thing with businesses. And when you rebrand or if you change your name or anything, like you always have to update or just make sure that you have links that always redirect. So all these people that are reading my book are looking for the happy workaholic who doesn't exist anymore. But then that will redirect right back to me. And I'm like, no, it's me. I'm a new person here. Here I am. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Because life is, like you say, everything is messy in life. But that's what makes life beautiful. And that's what makes it fun. I mean, who wants to stick with the same thing? I mean, I'm excited for the transition. And, you know, I, I look forward to continuing to rebrand myself and who I am. And I love seeing you through the process. So it, it inspires me to know that I can do this. And I can rebrand to whoever I want to be as many times as I want, whenever I want. And that's the best part about life. Yeah, it really is. And I just did an episode about entrepreneurship and how it's not for everyone and how it's not easy. And I feel like not a lot of people share like the dark, dark moments, like running a business and then bringing it to the internet. That's like two totally different things. So I just felt like I was just like in the moment and it was raw and unedited. I'm like, people need to understand that they're not alone. Like we just made it out of a freaking pandemic. <laughs> like we're still here trucking along, like everything's going to work out, but you're going to have these moments. Like, you just asked me before we were filming, like, where are you going to move? I'm like, I have no fucking idea. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I think we we don't realize sometimes just how beautiful those moments are. Yeah. We were, when we're in those moments, we're so angry, we're so overwhelmed, we're so frustrated, stressed out, scared. But when we look back, we see how crucial those moments were to who yeah. we are. They're a part of our story. They're a part of what makes us the better business person that we are. Like, mm-hmm. I can't think of one business mistake or bad thing that I have had happen in business that hasn't made me the better business person mm-hmm. I am now. And so I, it's, it's hard. Life is, like I say, once again, everything is messy, like you say. Mm-hmm. It truly is. But at the same time, we all find our way wherever that is, if that, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It absolutely does. And it's so crazy because I I am like the most organized person on the planet. And like I showed you my clear bins. I'm like, everything's ready to go. I just need an address. <laughs> I just need to know where physically the being, my body and my stuff, where are we going to go? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, where do you spend most of your time online? Where can everybody find you? Yes. So I spend probably about equal time on LinkedIn as I do Facebook. So mm-hmm. People are welcome to follow me. Um, look up Charles now on LinkedIn. You can find me there. <laughs> or just type in um, Project Passport LLC. You'll be able to find me there. And on Facebook, same thing. So I'm, I'm hanging out Facebook, LinkedIn, sometimes the Insta. You know, I'm, I'm still, it's so funny. I'm such a grandma of social media. Like for someone who is in that generation that you know social media, I totally don't. So pretty much those are the two for me. And then where can everybody find your book? Yes. So my book, you can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all those great sources. But the best copy, which I like to say, can be found on my personal website at sabriadobbins.com. If you go there, you'll be able to get your own signed copy directly from my hands. It comes from me, and it has a little gift in there for you. So um, you can visit there, and you'll be able to get your copy there. Sabria, I love you. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. It was so good to catch up. We're just like both doing the most right now, living life. I wish we should have like showed the real video. <laughs> Here's my house door. Here's my boxes. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. 
I love it. I know my office, everything is all over the place because as I sign copies as we speak and as I as package books as we speak. So that's how it goes. I'm so excited for you. Again, thank you for coming on the show. You guys go follow Sabria right now. Go check out her book. She even has some podcast episodes on her site. And make sure you see what she is up to next because she is an unstoppable force that you're not going to miss out on. And we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks, Sabria. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks so much for tuning in to Kellyanne Cares, a -a one-of-a-kind show created to motivate, stimulate, educate, and inspire you. And I hope that happened for you today. As I mentioned in the intro, I would love your feedback on today's episode. Head to Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast app to leave a review for the show. I would truly appreciate it. For more information on myself, the show, my book, and the programs, products, and services I've created, visit KellyanneGorman.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the podcast community, and check out the brands I'm currently loving. Let's continue today's conversation. You can connect with me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Kellyanne Gorman Official. All my other social handles will be available for you in the show notes. If you have a product, brand, story, or service you would like to share on the show, send me a message on KellyanneGorman.com today. As always, thanks for listening, sharing, and reviewing. I wouldn't be here without you, and I'm so grateful I get to do what I love each and every day. Wishing you a happy, healthy, positive, and productive day, and I'll talk to you again soon.